It's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. Okay, we're starting, and uh, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a little bit of a crowd tonight because well, my son Andrew said he has to move to Tuesdays because he's working again, typically on Thursdays. And then we'd invited Spike to come in and pick a day of the week, but I think he thinks it's Tuesday, and it was gonna move him to Thursday. And um, and also uh, I invited Donovan. And his wife, Cindy, to come on and uh, because there have been a lot of questions. But by the way, that particular podcast yeah. has about uh, so far 25 to 30 percent more listens than every other podcast. It's it's getting passed around. Yeah, it's one of those that rivets you to your seat because you're so yeah. compelled. And if you missed that, that's the April 21st edition of the Bob and Zip show with Ed Kelly. So uh, anyway, we're getting started. Uh, the, the first thing, and we'll wait, Spike will show up at some point. <laughs> okay. Uh, but the first thing is that uh, uh, some of you have been making contributions to our uh, Patreon fund. Thank you. And, 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 and I mentioned we don't really make any money. We don't. Um, the expenses of the show frequently outpace um, what the donations are. But, I, you know. It, it's not about that, for me anyway. Maybe you guys would prefer. George it. Bailey, you're worth more <laughs> dead than alive. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so, but but anyway, um, so a couple of thank you. A couple of things. Where did uh, that have, come from? Yeah. Zip I don't that. know. It was sounding like Mr. Carr. Ah, I don't know. I don't have any. Those are battles. Zip, turn down your mic just a hair. I had to. I'm I, sorry. No, that's all right. You blew up the computer. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and there's a couple things going on. Um, oh, as man. we're coming out of the pandemic, like it or not, yeah. Um, some of us are going to have to travel again. And so I took that little fund and purchased these things. I don't even get in too technical with it, but if you travel with a laptop and you want to be on the air, you need some kind of an interface to plug a microphone into uh, that will not echo and that your headphones will work and we won't be able to tell the difference that you're traveling. So I sent, Ed, I sent you yours. Yes, I have it. Have you experimented with it yet? In the nifty new case. Well, I did uh, I did figure out what goes into what. Yes. Zip, I'm going to give you yours in person. Um, but also, and I believe Spike is joining us now. Spike, did you by any chance hear the 21st of April with Donovan and Cindy? I have not yet. I'm so sorry. No, that's all right. You know the story. I do. All right. We'll yeah. recap it for you because we'll recap it for everybody. Yes. To the uninitiated, it is not the music, Donovan. It is uh, Bob's friend and, and flight guy. Although... Way down inside the ocean, <laughs> where my plane was, took me. Came yeah. loaded for bear, Bob. Donovan is a dear friend of all of us from Seattle and Spike as well. You Have you flown with him? I have. Yeah. Up on the Blake and back. Yeah. Blakely Island is this, it's sort of this little private island with a gorgeous swimming lake in the beginning. I don't want to say too much about it. It's very quiet, but it's also very, I would call it working class. Um pilots you know what i mean no it's working not. class private island with its own airstrip and yes exactly yes. no but i mean a it's... blue collar uh swell <laughs> but it's not um let me put it this way it's not lear jets going in and out of there like friday harbor so if you know anything about the pacific northwest the san juans i was trying to explain it to someone here on the east coast 
And I said, just think Martha's Vineyard only with a bunch of islands. Is that pretty close? I would think so. There's a lot more, um, God, how do, how do, I don't want to say this, I don't want to say this insultingly. Money. Pejoratively. <laughs> there's, there's a lot more simple folk on the San Juan Islands. But do they have a landing strip that will accommodate a boat with a hole in it? And do they have a professor who can make a treadmill out of coconuts and twine? You know, they just, um, there, there's a bunch of people there who live in houses that are almost, I mean, they're not falling over, but they're not, they're not mansions. And they're people who, who could never afford to live there if they hadn't been there for 50 years. Is that fair, Bob? Um. I, I think everybody everybody's story is different, but yes, it's in other words, like, and this goes for this makes it very you're you're right. This makes it very different from Martha's Vineyard. Everybody on Martha's Vineyard is dripping with money, but on the San on the San Juan Islands, you have artists. A mix. You have you know uh, I would call like regular folk, and uh, and then you also have you know. Paul Allen owned his own island, which he sold for 25 million bucks before he passed. And, you know, uh, there are um, there are lots of fancy. Hey, there's a boat owned by a big rock star. And I don't want to say who he is, but the name of the boat is Abracadabra. <laughs> Doug Henning. <laughs> Doug Henning, yeah. <laughs> and, and, but, I mean, but I mean, so. And, and, and some of my experiences in the San Juans, uh, for a while I had a boat, and I, and I had mentioned this, that I would boat up there for the weekends. I was afraid of flying. And uh, like one of my um, weekends at Roche Harbor, which is this beautiful place on San Juan Island, um, Demi Moore was there on like a 150-foot yacht with her kids and you know, just walking along the dock. Another time before he passed away, Johnny Carson, and I saw him sitting like, what do you call it? It's not the crow's nest, but the highest part of the yacht. That's the right. flying bridge. Yeah, the flying bridge. Yes, up well, on the bridge. Spike, you are. And by the way, I got to say this about Spike because he has great stories. I, I'm kind of socially inadequate and, um, you know, I have social phobias. Uh, you guys all know this because you know me. But Spike's a, Spike's a man about town. Spike hung out with rich people. Spike, you know, he would, he would, you would do all that stuff. And I would I hear dumped about into it. gold toilets, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, a he minute. was he was socially transient. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Carson, you were actually there that day on that island, and I didn't. Is that right? I didn't want to bother you because you know you're there for some peace and quiet. Plus, there were guards, and it was a huge boat. Yeah, <laughs> and and the guards had AKs by my order. I bet they do. Yeah. So anyway, um, what were you about to say, Spike? Uh, you were talking about Donovan. I was just, uh, I was reminiscing back. Well, to, no, he was I, saying I, that, I that you the were the social of, butterfly. Yeah, no, I, I, was, I crapped on a toilet that John. That's what is crapped on. Uh, you crapped in a gold toilet. Uh, that I sounds did. more like Trump Tower <laughs> than it does the San Juan. What? Who had a gold toilet? I, I, I lie. I honestly have never crapped in a golden toilet. It was a euphemism for my level of uh, interaction with okay. the swells. Yeah. But I one, did, however, take a dump on the same toilet that John F. Kennedy did. <laughs> Ask not what a porcelain <laughs> bowl could do for you. I thought there's the title a story. of your biopic. Yeah. I dumped it JFK. There's a story behind that. How did you know that John F. Kennedy was it a JF crap? 
I called it a lone gunman. Um, <laughs> Did you wipe with the grassy knoll? Oh no! Come on, you guys. All right, let's stop that. Let's. Stop I was that. I was staying with my wife. We were in one of our many trips to Ireland, courtesy of Jameson Irish whiskey. Oh, okay. And we had gone over to uh, to Galway and north of Galway onto the Connemara. Okay. And uh, stayed at a place called Ballinahinch. It was a very famous castle bed and breakfast type place. And it was world renowned for, for its fly fishing on a stream that runs through their property. And uh, they, I, I, my wife and I rented a room in the very tiniest little corner of the, of the hotel. And at six o'clock, and we had been driving, you know, we, we, we'd flown into Dublin and driven straight across the country. Of course, in Ireland, that means three and a half hours. Yeah, it's, it's not <laughs> and, huge. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and, you know, an hour past Galway out into these, and these like, roads that are just And like Northern Ireland is an hour and a half. And I can't imagine, like, that would be like being at war with Massachusetts and New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> so so we're, at this, we're at this bread and breakfast, uh, bed and breakfast castle. It was, it was beautiful. Um, and at six o'clock the next morning, after we check in at like almost 10 o'clock at night, 11, 1030 at night. Um, they start digging with a backhoe outside of um, our, the window of our room. Literally start start doing some, some excavation work. And the uh, the grounds crew didn't know that they had rented that room because it was so late at night that we arrived. And I went down and said, look, I flew across the, the world. I drove across the country. I laid my head down and you're digging with a backhoe two feet from my head. Um, and they put us up in the presidential suite for the next three nights. Wow. Oh. Wow. Which was massive. So and the actual were, president had been there. There were pictures. How of John do you F. know? All, all there were pictures of John F. Kennedy all over. Yeah, this but not room. on the toilet. How do you know? Because like sometimes I don't go for a day. Um, I. <laughs> <laughs> TMI, maybe Bob. Marilyn just maybe Marilyn just wiped out her schnooch on this toilet. I don't know okay, what really happened. Oh. I don't know. Oh. Um, okay. All right, back to the San Juans. Although Ireland <laughs> is really fun. So uh, the San Juan Islands, oh, where um, Donovan's Cessna 182 went down, um, you know, it's a beautiful, beautiful place. It's an archipelago of what are there like five or six major islands? But if you count all the rocks poking out, including one he had to try not to hit on his way down, <laughs> yes, um, it's a big archipelago. It's a it's a collection of islands, and um, it's a beautiful place, and if the average person wants to go there for a weekend, and I discovered this early on uh, in my visits to Seattle, uh, and when I moved there, 1989, mm. you have to drive from Seattle to a ferry landing in a place called Anacortes, and that could be, depending on if it's a Friday afternoon or a regular day, could be an hour and a half, two hours, or it could be three or four hours, right? More. You could, you, could, you could wait for three or four boats to fill up yeah. before you actually get on. And then when you get there, oh, that's the other thing. When you get there, the ferry only fits a number of people. And you haven't lived there until you've waited in line for two hours to a ferry, yeah. only to have them pull the rope in front of you when you're the first car that doesn't get on. <laughs> and you and have you to watch wait. them leave without yeah. you. And, yeah. you have to, and you wait for the next boat. It's exactly like that. Uh, and the next boat might be 90 minutes. It might be three hours. And so... You may have missed the last boat of the day. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow morning. Oh, that could be, yeah. People camp out in their cars. Yeah. And so, so again, for someone to have an airplane, it's, it, it's actually practical. Um, and it, it, 
from downtown Seattle or one of the side little towns in Airstrip, 35 minutes, maybe 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And more air. And you're there. And I, I remember I used to actually keep track of the gas because I also had a Cessna 182. Uh, and I, I think it was 7 or $8 worth of gas uh, because it's only a short flight. And uh, what, what did the ferry cost? Like $40 a car. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, if you have yeah. passengers. This is how you talk yourself in. Well, the plane is a wonderful <laughs> is, deal. I'm this, saving money. This is your <laughs> rationalization. <laughs> I save $33 every trip. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, I just loved it there, and I and I do miss it, um, and, and the people. There's so many cool artists, cool little pubs, and it's really, it, it's got its own, and I think during the pandemic, we'll ask Donovan about this, but I think it was a great place to be during the pandemic, because I think their case numbers were probably low. Spike, do you remember reading about that? I don't I don't know what the San Juan's particular numbers were, but it, but they, they are so isolated, mm. and such a closed community. And with nobody traveling and locked down in hotels and restaurants not open, I bet I bet them ferries were empty, yeah, if running at all. The other connection to the San Juans, which we may bring up with Donovan, but we didn't bring up last week because his story was front and center. Yeah, was that my airplane was stolen by this um, juvenile delinquent offender. I don't even know what to call him. Was a Mastermind. A troubled young man. Well, he was, a, he was a genius at stealing a plane and flying without ever having a single lesson. <laughs> he was great at taking off. Just couldn't land so good. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, um, there, is an, there is a pilot saying that any landing you can walk away from is a good one. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that, that also uh, happened on the San Juans. Yeah. And uh, this whole thing brought back memories of that for me um and you know it's the weirdest thing that i didn't crash my plane but my plane crashed (laughs) and i saw it on television what was the television show that i saw bob oh it was on 2020 they asked me to be on america's most wanted yeah and i'll tell you by then i was having mixed feelings Mm -hmm. about the kid, first off, he was 17 years old. He was a mess. Well, I, I don't even want to say that. He was 17 years old, and he and he came from, uh, you know, a difficult home. Right. And he had always wanted to fly. And he was also one of the first people, uh, it, this was early social media, early Facebook. And uh, and I don't know from his point of view, but at this at this time, he discovered that being on the run got him facebook fans notoriety and uh and you know i i get it i I, um so much terrible stuff happens today and i and i think to myself did that criminal just want a selfie on the internet (laughs) (laughs) do you think he's still around i mean do you think that oh he is no 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 and and bob friel uh we may talk to him sometime he wrote a book called the barefoot bandit he he talks to him i didn't because you know I, I I didn't need to, but um, but no, he's a young man now. I think he's thirty years old. And do you think you'd ever have him on as a guest? Um, I don't think so. Um, for me, it, it's something that happened. Yeah. That uh, a long time ago. Uh, it's more about me than him. Actually, I've said on several media uh, shows that I hope he's doing well. I'm really happy 
that you know, because when you're 17, I I made mistakes when I was a kid. Spike, you must have made did. a few. Didn't you burn your parents' house down um, twice? <laughs> in his in yeah. his face. Why not? Ed, did you make any mistakes? Uh, many. Yeah. Give me a few. I don't Ed burned my parents' house down. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> By the way, oh. I, I, I think I, uh, I I took a bat after uh, three guys. You took a bat after three guys? Yeah, I did. Wow. So you were an angry young man, as Billy Joel I, sang. I, about. I had some anger issues back then. Yeah, but they, they you know, they start. They were drinking, and they uh, they said some really, really nasty things to my girlfriend, wow. and uh, I didn't like that at all. And and so here's the difference between someone who does something today and someone who did something like that 30 years ago. Oh, I'd be in. I'd be it's on Facebook. Yeah. And yeah. there are 300 news channels looking for clickbait that will make the story huge. In your case, your dad probably bribed one policeman and the whole thing went away. <laughs> well, there was no dad. That was part of the anger issues, I think. Okay, my generalization applies to other people, but not to you. If it happened today, I'd be making a duck face, posing with the bat. You know? yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know what's Picking good about you? Filter. What's good about you, Ed? Up. Today yeah. is now you've you're sleepy. Now you've, you've calmed way down. I have uh, so much that we made a jingle for you. Narcoleptic Ed, live from Detroit. <laughs> You, you're late to one show. <laughs> no, uh-uh. That was two. Two, two was shows, over, okay. You slept through two shows. <laughs> Did I sleep all the way through? And, I do, and then I joined once halfway through. Uh, oh, that's the third one. Yeah. So your narcolepsy has... Spike, how many shows have you... By, by Spike slept through one or two over the years, but over 20 Over the years, years. well... Yeah, I came in an hour or so late once or twice. Yeah, yeah. And the government missed a complete show. No, Ed, Ed actually, and by the way, one of the things Donovan said is that he and Cindy had trouble telling the difference. And we used to hear this, not with Spike and Joe, because you had very distinct, unique voices. But with Bob and Zip and Ed, we're all three radio announcers. Like, it, it, Spike, in other words, not like you, we're not real people. <laughs> None taken, Bob. No, but well, actually, that's a compliment. To, in other words, we came up. I know in, what you mean. In broadcasting, yeah. we uh, imagine all three of us at one time stood in front of a mirror and went, "WNBC, WNBC, Zip, <laughs> Big WNBC." I'm this morning, WFAN. Bob Rivers is here. So, some guy named Zip. Mom, how's that working out for you? Zip. <laughs> Jesus, God, Bernard, can I get some coffee? WNBC. So uh, anyway, so uh, in the interest of that, uh, we use some of the Patreon uh, donations to make it easier to understand who the different characters on the show. And by the way, don't worry, Spike, you're getting one too. <laughs> Great. <laughs> it's not ready today. Mine isn't ready today. Uh, so uh, we did uh, Narcoleptic Ed because he's slept through three shows. But you also, and Ed is in Detroit. And Ed is the guy who does all the voices. He's one of the voice actors of the country. Yeah. I almost said yeah. one of the legendary leading most important. But... <laughs> well, if the last big one comes in, it might be. I might be. Yeah. And what is the one you're up for now? Uh, it was. Um, it was. It was like. Um, it was a, a navigation type voice that one of the big auto companies is. Um... You're going to be like the stud. That like my wife Siri. chooses over the woman on the GPS. <laughs> Don't you blame me for that. Take the next available left. 
Yeah. Take the next available lift. Yeah. And it's going to be, a, if, it, if I get it and I've been shortlisted for it, it's going to, going to be a massive commitment um, of time, like five hours a day. Wow. Yeah. You know what that you have means? To each car individually or something? What do you <laughs> no, no. Yeah, Steve, 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 Steve. <laughs> Bob, turn left. Spike, turn left. Joe, turn left. <laughs> well, you know what that means. By the time the show comes on, you're going to be really tired. Narcoleptic and live from Detroit. And a sleep disorder to boot. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, so we had to do a song about Zip and. Zip, um, this wasn't easy. Zip, you don't know what it is yet, do you? I do not. Yeah. And I don't know <laughs> if I care to, quite frankly, uh, at this point. But no, well, so that everybody understands who everybody is. Um, Spike's like a bull in a china shop, which might actually be your jingle if you want. Oh. <laughs> um, I like it. Uh, Zip is... Uh, how would you describe Zip's personality? I'm going to give it to you two guys because you've known him a Genteel. little while. Genteel. 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 Yeah. Oh, thank you. He likes that. I do. It's very nice. Uh, non-confrontational. You're non-confrontational. Uh, Peacenik. I bet you don't have a lot of clicks. <laughs> <laughs> Just probably this one, don't Bob. Get into Goodbye. Zip, you don't stab get... this girl. Okay, <laughs> you don't know. You Spike. Pull in the china shop. You don't. Yes. Um, you don't get into a lot of flame wars online, do you? No, I don't know. During my imbibing days, I was a little more likely to engage. Mm-hmm. You know, but now uh, he's a pacifist. No, I am. You're a pacifist. Much. He's a pacifist. A bit of, a, a bit of a passive aggressive, though. I still uh, have my moments. Shh. We'll let the audience do. figure that out for themselves <laughs> over time. Uh, so words used so far were nice. What other what other words Ed would you use to describe it? A pacifist, a peacenik, a um, wow, a erudite would work maybe. Okay, I think decent is the word I'd go for. Decent, yeah. Decent. yeah. Wow, no Close place for him in today's media dips. world, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely none. It's a skill right. set no one's uh, required. Well, cornered <laughs> the market on decorum. <laughs> Um, so Zip, uh, I, uh, let's see if you like this jingle. This is your uh, jingle. Oh. Ready? All right. Zip's the nicest guy in the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I praise. It's, it, oh, could it be God. any truer? <laughs> yeah. Strip back the layers of the onion and, you know. That's very kind of you. But Well, it is true. Though. Thank you. It's true. Oh. And by the way... When a bunch of jerks get together to do a show, oh, uh, we need to find a nice guy to balance off. Balance <laughs> off. Well, <laughs> you go to Casting Central and there's Zip's yeah. pictures on the on the wall. Don't mistake being a nice guy for not being able to say no. Uh, That's yeah. me. But when Zip says no, he does it passive aggressively by not responding to your texts and not calling you back. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Donovan uh, joins us. Is uh, Cindy there too? No, she's not. She's not here tonight. Oh, well, didn't I tell you that even though we love you, Sonny, it was the Sonny and Cher show and the two of you were really a hoot together? (laughs) Bring the check. I'm going to go skiing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, By the way, uh, all right. 
so many compliments on Cindy. Uh, folks, if you haven't heard the April 21st podcast yet, where uh, Donovan Burkhart tells the story of he and his wife taking off in their single engine Cessna 182, the engine quits at 700 feet, uh, roughly 110 knots. Yep. And um, at that point, he had to figure out what to do. And uh, the story is gripping. I won't uh, look. The ending is obvious because he's here and he and Cindy made it. Uh, but it was not ever a foregone conclusion. And um, for any pilot or anyone knows a pilot, uh, this is the sort of thing you plan for, train for, and hope. It's like life insurance. Want it. You don't want to ever have to use it. So anyway, you're back. And we had so many great letters on that podcast that I figured we'd have you on and maybe answer a few of the questions. I sent a few of them uh, to you. Did you see them? Um, no, I didn't. I'm sorry. Oh. <clears throat> but I'm you know, enjoying being hailed as a hero for the uh, number one accomplishment of uh, abandoning an airplane in the sea. <laughs> I tell you guy, what, it, guy litters and he gets a parade. That's great. That's uh, yeah. It's That's it's, right. it's pretty amazing. The whole pilot community, uh, you know, they, everybody wants to use that H word, and I'm going, what? Come on. Well, and also to be, I understand how you are, and even when you told the story, you were so humble. You were second guessing a lot of things you thought you could have done better. But then again, for you to walk out of that, uh, swim out of that alive, everything had to happen exactly the way it happened. I'm sure you're tossing this back and forth in your head, right? Oh, I'm about to say, there isn't a moment that goes by that I'm not reflying that minute or minute and a half or whatever it was mm. over over and over. I can't, I can't get out of it. I'm groundhog daying on that puppy. Mm. And what what have you done differently in your daydreams? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, um, new facts come into the equation as time goes by. So, for example, the NTSB and the FAA have examined the airplane as it's been pulled out of the water now. Wow. And they've, they've eliminated certain possibilities. Um, I was hanging my hat, quite frankly, on a broken throttle linkage. And I've been told that the throttle linkage was in very good shape and okay. de definitely linked. So and when it and when you first when the as pilots like to say when the fan first quit they call it the fan the fan stopped um, you thought it a broken pilot link, linkage because uh, you know you don't know if the engines really stopped or not right that's correct mm. I was wrong <clears throat> but it you know honestly then that's where the shoulda coulda wouldas come in because because of that conclusion that directed where I directed my troubleshooting efforts to. I said, well, if the engine's still running, then the key's obviously on. If the engine's still running, then the fuel's obviously okay. And so don't bother, you know, just check those off your list and move on to the next thing. Well, I'm really having the shoulda, coulda, woulda. You kind of should have gone through that list too. But you're a hero. <laughs> so they say. <laughs> Are you telling people to listen to the podcast for the story so you don't have to go to dinner and explain the whole thing over and over again eight times? <laughs> well, it, it, it has uh, turned out to be handy that way. Um, 
you know, everybody is so concerned and caring, I can't find it in myself to ever look at somebody and say, look, I'm tired of telling the story. Go right, away. Right. Come on. A little grace is called for here when somebody's expressing their concern for you. So, yes, we've told the story easily 30 times, if not more. And anybody who wants to hear it personally, if they care enough to ask, I got to care enough to answer. That's so nice. Is the story getting better as you tell it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, not, I'm not saying you're adding, you know, there was a, 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 an older woman was floating in the water, so we took the plane down. <laughs> Doggy paddled her ass to shore. Yeah. I'd hate to be out uh, in a plane. <laughs> yeah. I'm I wearing a cape lately. One. Yeah. yeah. Um, here's a question from Renee who wrote to us. Show at bobandzip.com is our email. I have a question for Donovan and Cindy. It was mentioned that her legs didn't work after the crash. Were they injured or was it adrenaline? She said she had a son who was in a car crash once and his legs wouldn't work and it was just like, it was an adrenaline thing. It, it was mental or an adrenaline thing. Her legs wouldn't, weren't working when she cleared the surface. Wow. And which is why I had to tow her in and um, she described it as perhaps giving up that once she got to the surface that she was thinking that um, she'd, she'd expended all the effort she had available and whatever happened after that was up to Providence or some other uh, capital city. Or Mr. Providence. No, Providence. Mr. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so um, because, you know, after we got to shore and she laid in the surf for 10 minutes, then we got her on her feet and walked away. So they right. obviously weren't damaged. Okay. Is, if the water's like very cold, right? I mean, yep. I wonder if that had an effect or shock in cold water. Well, shock, yes. Uh, we both say we didn't even notice that the water was cold until we got out of it. And remember, they swim in Horseshoe Lake, Spike. You've been there once, right? Oh, yeah. Very cold. <laughs> and they listen to a foot in cold water. So oh, right. you, got, you guys are wimps. Come on. We are. Horseshoe Lake is a, it's warmer than Lake Washington. Ah. <laughs> Another place smart people don't go. <laughs> okay. Uh, dear Bob, Zip, Ed, Spike, and Andrew. This person listens to the show wow. a lot. Uh, Deborah, I've been listening for close to two years now. Uh, and I listened to you guys on the radio for years. Every time I listen to your podcast, I think of all sorts of comments I want to say. I don't say the uh, email address enough, by the way. Show at bobandzip.com. Right. Anyway, she says, I'm usually lying in bed listening, and I'm too late. By the way, a lot of people uh, listen to podcasts exercising, but our audience listens while lying in bed. <laughs> <laughs> or doing a lying in bed. Yeah. Um, and she said, uh, usually I'm too lazy to make an effort to comment. However... <laughs> I do want to thank you for doing the show. And as I said, I never commented until the story of Donovan and Cindy. I had to make the effort to write. It was an awesome podcast. The storytelling was really compelling. And usually I'm wholly amused by your show. But this one had my anxiety peaked. And of course, relieved by the ending. What a nice comment. Yeah. She said, I'm not trying to one-up you with this story, but I was reminded about a similar event that happened to some friends of mine. You may know them. They're uh, uh, 
you know, pilot and his wife, I guess, from Arlington, Washington, the owners of a beach aircraft, uh, they ultimately left the plane in the water. She knows someone else that that had happened to. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Well, um, you know, one of the weird parts of my life is that I have been in attendance to probably 10 plane crashes in my life. Mm-hmm. When, you li- when you live on an airport, that tends to happen. Yep. You know, occasionally. Excuse me, but the PR says it's much safer than getting in your car and going to the highway, so we, we can edit that out if you like. <laughs> I believe the insurance companies uh, rate us as equal to riding motorcycles, Spike. <laughs> I never put mine in the lake, Donovan. <laughs> there you go, touche. Okay. Oh, by the way, this woman did forward an article. This, this couple she was talking about ditched in uh, uh, off Ketchikan. Jesus. <laughs> Almost Ketchikan. Uh, the NTSB, uh, this is Alaska, of course, uh, failed to land at the Ketchikan Airport. Instrument approach in snow showers. Whole different oh, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Uh, Her story is much more interesting. <laughs> uh, the plane went into the water near a cove south of the village of Metlakatla in Alaska. Ah, oh, yes, Methaclafla. Uh, they had to swim 200 yards to shore as the aircraft sank in Alaska. Yeah, he is trying to one-up you. Who are you, who are you shitting, Deborah? <laughs> Same ocean, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, here's, uh, by the way, uh, John writes and says, uh, loved the Donovan story. What a great unscheduled off-airport landing. <laughs> Glad to hear they're okay. Sad to hear there's one less 182 in the world, and I have at least one local competitor for available planes. <laughs> yes, and that is what I've been doing for the last three days. Trying to find a plane. Trying to find a plane. It seems that airplanes cost a lot of money these days. It's got to be strange to wait for news of the investigation into what they find in your plane. So they go back and check the last place you fueled up. They must have gone back and yep, that that yeah. they have that they have fuel filter records from that place. And uh, I've seen that idiot. He used diesel in that plane. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you had fuel. You 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 have fuel. You always right right. It was just contaminated I, fuel. Yeah. That's yeah. What yeah. It could be contaminated from That's yeah. True. That's yeah, there's a number of ways that the fuel can become t- contaminated, and not just out of the pump, but uh, right. another. So again, uh, you eliminate what you can eliminate, and all you have is what's left at that Are point. Are you kind of on the edge of your seat about it, or it is what it is? No, I mean, I don't, uh, I, I don't, I don't think any determinate. All the d- the determination will be, we don't know. Yeah. yeah, but I don't like that because I certainly would like an answer. I just want to say, next time you want to wash your plane, Donovan, grab a hose, okay? Well, I I just want you to know I already used that joke. I saw a guy okay. washing his Good. plane the next day and All said, right. hey, I found a better way. Yeah, that's cute. You guys will always bust each other's shops. All right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Donovan Burkhart. Donovan, thank yeah. you. Hang on. Glad to hear you're thank okay, you. buddy. Okay, oh, oh, Cindy is there now, right? Hi, Bob. I'm here now. Hi, Cindy. Um, Hi. Um, so I, I I wasn't privy to the beginning of this, so I don't know where you're at. Uh, oh, uh, well, so Donovan Donovan told us about the NTSB, found out the throttle cable was okay. And, you know, he's him, he's the sweet, sweet person who's humble and going to keep, you know, 
replaying it. I guess I would too. Are you replaying it over and over? Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. It's course. a normal thing, right? Yeah, I I think um, I have a um, a point of confusion in my head, which is why do I keep the part when I figured out that, geez, I'm I'm gonna drown here. I'm gonna this this is this is not good. You know that that horrible horrible feeling versus when I got out of the plane and I was heading toward the surface and and the light was there and I knew I was about to hopefully be breathing in any you know, oh. megasecond. Why do I keep replaying the, the wrong one? <laughs> Interesting. Human Are, nature. I don't know. So this is not, um, look, you know, I care about you guys personally. So let's put the podcast aside for a second, but, um, would you maybe talk to somebody about that? Oh like, yeah. And I've had great advice from friends who, who have had various forms of trauma and, and, there are a couple different groups who are um, uh, well versed in this, and yes, I would definitely yeah, seek that out. I haven't yet, but I will. Okay. Well, I it took me about um, thirty years to quit drinking. Wow. So, um, and and that was intentional stupidity <laughs> on my part. <laughs> uh, but but no. So like uh, like because it's tr- it's traumatic. And I would think that getting, um, you know, an expert, I guess. Is there an expert at this kind of thing? Yeah, any kind of post-traumatic stuff. Yeah, there are trauma experts. I think you have the right thing, though. You should be playing that joyful moment over and over again in your head. And that's what I do. When I start going down that rabbit hole, I try to make myself go the other direction. Go, no, no, think about the good part. When you knew you were going to get a breath of air. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, you were so fun and so funny. And then you sent me the picture of your black eyes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Donovan said, people look at you guys funny uh, because yeah. you're walking around with two black eyes. <laughs> you know, the uh, mask helps too, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's, when the, that's when the COVID mask comes in really healthy. Well, anyway, we love you guys. Thank Take you. care of yourselves. <laughs> Great to on. talk with you. Thank right. you. Take care. My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip. And here he is, uh, live from Seattle, Andrew Rivers. Andrew, hello. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. Are you recording there? Uh, am I transition. recording? Of course I'm recording. What, what makes you think I'm not recording? Like, why, why would, why I would you ask me if I'm recording? Like, it's, <laughs> it's not worth talking to your father unless the video is going? <laughs> I'm trying to get you exposure to a new audience. You know, that's someone right. that's going to be alive in a couple years. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Rivers. Andrew Rivers, how are you doing, son? Ouch. <laughs> I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm... Uh, I'm I'm enjoying my COVID freedom now that I'm vaccinated, but I'm also discovering that a lot of people, as hard as it was to get them used to putting on masks, a lot of people now, the mask feels like a security blanket of some sort. And, you know, even fully vaccinated people, so I'm like, well, I'm just going to leave it on because they're not sure if they trust it. Well, yeah, you've been pumped full of fear by the media, so, uh, you know. Oh, it's still still a three percent chance, and uh, you know, I get right. it. Yeah. Well, also, um, I, um, but not me. I think I, I think I want to uh, join some gun rights group and whip off the mask and you know build a bomb shelter. You know, some people that could fix me up, right? 
Yeah, I got some friends. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, celebrate your ignorance, huh? Great. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Embrace uh, it. No, it's not right off the cliff. It's that that they're really, if you have, if you are fully vaccinated, and it's a weird thing right now, but if you're fully vaccinated, then you kind of have almost no, like, if a couple people get sick out of a, out of a six million, that's called Labor Day weekend traffic statistics. I mean, it happens, yeah. right? But if, uh, and when the flu was that, we didn't go around going, oh, the flu. So I'm trying to, and I'm trying to have empathy uh, for those people who can't wait for things to return to normal. So I guess I'm leaning, you know, I was reluctant at first, and now I'm leaning towards, uh, if you're vaccinated, and you know it, clap your hands. If you're vaccinated, and you know it, clap your hands. If you're vaccinated, and you know it, and take your mask off, let the germs blow it. <laughs> anyway, so that's me. Uh, well, yeah, in, in Florida, the mod, the song goes: If you're vaccinated, and you know it, get the clap. That's uh, <laughs> what they're doing down uh, there. So, and you had the Johnson and Johnson, which is now the yep. the one nobody wants, but it worked fine for you. Yeah, I was gonna be okay either way, but uh, but but you know I'll take whatever. I, I just wanted it over with as quick as possible. I didn't right. want to. Hey, wait a minute! Uh, How did you qualify for a for a vaccine? Are you, are you caring for your elder grandparents or something? Well, I I uh, clicked yes when they asked if I was an Uber driver because if they didn't open comedy <laughs> clubs soon, I was going to be an Uber driver. <laughs> so you were okay, better okay. Like you had a joke ready for that. You, nice. that was, that was I would hope. Well, you, I, what's great is I can reuse the same jokes every three weeks because you mm -hmm. forget them. You know? We're old people. We don't remember. That's really funny. <laughs> um, so, uh, but I looked at your schedule and you are now on tour. I mean, you are literally, literally for the next months playing all over the country. Yeah, well, I got a few shows left here in uh, in like I got Tacoma this weekend and and Spokane, but then May I'll be uh, all over the Midwest and and I'm excited because it's you know doing those multiple shows night after night. That's when you really like hammer out your hammer out your act and because when you're home, there's all sorts of distractions. You're like, ah, oh, you know, I'll play Xbox for six hours. I'll sleep till four p.m. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and plus, there's still not enough steady work. Like you know, not every venue is returning to comedy yet so mm. you know i'm kind of filling in gaps doing like corporate gigs or like someone asked me to perform at their wedding which is like you know it's good paying work but it's not very creatively fulfilling right. no like how keith does like taco bell commercials to keep the lights on but he wants to be <laughs> producing and directing films okay. and uh, are they going to hear this podcast probably not right I people not. hired you for their wedding. i mean you know what are they going to do you know, not hire me. Okay, thanks a lot. I, you know, You're people, not worried about people it, will yeah. get it. I, you know, no one listens to this podcast, so it's fine. Thank you. That's really sweet. Andrew delivers right. We have him on every week. <laughs> I don't know why. Goodbye, Andrew. Yeah. Um, so I, I hear you have a record deal. Um, oh yeah. I, I didn't even know there were still records being made. Um, you you mean like an audio, like a Spotify album kind of a thing? Yeah, like a distribution kind of a 800 pound gorilla records is the company. And I actually had a deal pre pandemic and uh, I filmed a show in February, but then uh, they just, I did it myself because I was trying to save some money and then I, I, the audio wasn't good enough. So uh, they didn't take it, but now they're, they're like, Hey, things are starting to open back up, but uh, let us know when you're ready to record. But they also said like, Hey, uh, 
don't do a lot of COVID jokes because it might take us a few months and anything that's topical will have a shelf life. And, and, uh, I'm like, I totally get it. I'll, you know, let you know when I have some new material, my act is like the government, you know, I'm trying to build back better. And, uh, cause I've been writing a ton and putting out all my jokes this year. Cause they're all very topical, but, right, but right. now some of them are slowly not working, you know, they burn. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a leaky roof where you're like <laughs> moving the pails around like the Trump jokes aren't working. Put some Biden over there and right, oh, right, the COVID right. jokes aren't working. Put some vaccine jokes over here. And so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the way it goes. Like, uh, and that's the thing. Right. I love topical humor. But it's like fruit; it spoils. Yeah. Um, right. And and do any Trump jokes work anymore? He's that. Uh, yeah, we get some booed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was from a couple months. That was actually I put out a video of uh, of Trump supporters sort of booing me off stage. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so if you're not on my YouTube, go check out the YouTube. Um, yeah, it's just it's tough right now because I ha- I've all, the other problem is I have nothing to talk about really like. You know, the only long hairs I'm finding in my bed are my own right now, and uh, <laughs> I've been stimulated by Joe Biden more than anyone else oh, this boy. year. So, <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> the only dates I'm on are mask mandates. All right. Well, just you know, this COVID thing ain't over yet, though. I mean, so many people want to become; uh, they want to get herd immunity the old-fashioned way by getting sick. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, that's the thing, too, is, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm watching kind of what's happening in India and 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 these new variants that kind of come along. You know, there's nothing to sneeze at necessarily. So sure. even uh, Tacoma sneezing at someone, by the way, that's a hate crime right now. But uh, Tacoma <laughs> even got knocked back down to phase two. Um, not to be confused with Texas, which is in phase too many people are alive. Uh, that's what's going on there. The Texas uh, COVID policy and my dating life have a lot in common. Zero fucks given. Um, <laughs> thanks, everybody. But yeah, we're not out of the woods. I mean, even the CDC is coming out and say, oh, it's impending doom. And and uh, and who knows? I, I, I feel... I, I know like kids want to get schools back, uh, you know, parents want to get yeah. kids back in schools, but that's what, that's what worries me, you know, cause like, uh, kids are basically the same as bats, you know, they, <laughs> they hang yeah. upside down, they poop on everything. <laughs> they sleep they all day out all night. to move around. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nocturnal animals. <laughs> but the good fun. news is if your kids get sick, uh, there's a hotline you, you call one eight seven seven SARS for kids. <laughs> no kidding. No, that, no, no, no. You no, get no. that joke? All right. Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, it's a jingle. Just gonna, actually, if you, you're supposed to sing it. All right. Cars for kids. I don't know. Yeah. Sorry. Kevin, no. seven, sorry for, for kids. S A R S, sorry for kids. One eight seven seven, sorry for kids. Infect your kids today. Infect your kids today. Okay, Andrew Rivers. All right. Well, I feel like I should send you some coffee or something with your spirits i'm fine i'm i'm you sound a little down oh yeah well i you know just uh hanging in there i don't know it's 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 fine you know I, i once i'm on tour i'll be uh i'll be back to yeah i just i'm anxious to get everything back to normal and yeah yeah 
And, I think all uh, of us have that. Yeah. 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 Are yeah, you going to come and visit your parents, you know, sometime in the next 20 years? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know, uh, we'll we'll figure it out. I, I got to make some money here first. I, I just applied for one of those uh, uh, forgivable PPP loans or whatever. So um, that might give me a little more flexibility to take Paycheck some, protection uh, program. You yeah, know, it takes some work off. And it's forgivable? You know me. Isn't that just they, the same as calling your mom? Isn't that the exact same thing? Ouch. Yeah, but it's the government. They won't, uh, they won't, they won't. Uh, Joe Biden's not going to guilt them at Christmas. Come on. Yeah, they won't spam you with all sorts of things afterwards. All right. All right. I'm trying to help. You know that. Yeah. Oh, no, it's all good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, Andrew, can I ask you a question? Yeah, someone's got to carry the conversation. Go ahead. <laughs> You've been doing live shows, right? I mean, limited yes. limited crowds. Do people wear yeah, masks? Yeah, they're all like, um, sometimes, not really. I mean, people wear it. The rules are that you can um, wear it. You have to wear it when you walk in. And then once you're seated and are actively eating or drinking, you just yeah. take it off. But the tables are all spaced out and... um. Yeah, some right. people wear masks the whole time, and some people don't. And um, yeah, hard to see if they're smiling or laughing. Isn't it? Right. Oh, that, yeah, yeah that, but they take them off yeah. when they're at the table. And this is the weird thing because Lisa and I have now been in three restaurants now that we've been vaccinated. Ooh. And the idea that uh, that and it's been they've been open for a while. So the idea that you must wear a mask between the parking lot. And your table, and then you can whip it off and converse all night, um, right? You know, inside a closed space. I, I always thought that was a little bit silly. I mean, I thought well, that's, that's it, just that's my million I, dollar idea right there—the meal mask. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got a hole cut right in the middle, right where your mouth. Yeah, is. but that defeats. I got the, the idea that's... from the girls walking up Aurora Avenue. <laughs> the, in other words, that's why I like I'm ready to be done with the mask now. Is because all right, I got vaccinated. Now right. you know there's a certain amount of risk in life. Always, we should really have it once you're vaccinated. You should be able to carry one of two cards. Uh, and I saw this; it was really funny online. Either the I'm vaccinated, and therefore I don't have to wear a mask, or I'm part of the control group, <laughs> which means yeah. I, I'm, well, that, I, I'm down with getting COVID because I don't believe in the vaccine. So therefore, go ahead, because the sooner that person gets COVID, the sooner, sooner we have herd immunity. No? True. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's why a lot of people are um, resistant to government suggestions, you know? For, for oh, example, I think it's because, because they see some math. of these hypocritical, yeah. Yeah. well, yeah. they just see hypocritical policy and messaging and they go, oh, COVID can't get me when I'm sitting down. That's totally fine. You know, it's stupid. Yeah. And, and the hypocritical messaging helps, helps fuel their own hypocritical. What about ism? Well, what right. about that hypocritical? I'll just keep on. But right. again, if, if we're free, well, this is pointless, so I shouldn't do anything at all because nothing. Some people think there's no intermediate. Yeah. So here's the thing. So, and by the way, we won't change that about people. So we inform best we can. Everyone who wants a vaccine gets it. But I think we also have to respect the people that don't want it. Oh, absolutely. Do me a favor. 
please go everywhere without a mask and catch it as fast as you can <laughs> yeah. for the good of us all. Because like some of us are getting vaccinated for the good of us all, and the rest of us should get COVID for the good of us all. It makes perfect sense. Well, the it? problem yeah. with that is that it. Uh, I mean, I know you're joking, but logically, um, it, uh, Bob's playing the devil's advocate, I, but I don't have the yeah, jingle yeah, yet. I'm going to sure, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, the, the problem is that sometimes those turn into variants, and then the thing morphs into something can't even stop, worse. But, and, look, variants. Shit happens. Variants happen. We are uh, unless we went to a society that's going to require the vaccine, which we're not going to do. We don't require right. that. And so if we're not going to do that, we should be honest with ourselves and say. So just fling the gates open. Uh, who cares? You know, it's hey, it's available to anybody. You make your choices, and uh, not my problem anymore. Now listen, you doing your spin. That's a spin. <laughs> But how about we're just honest? Okay, those of you who right. buy science and math and can add and subtract <laughs> and divide and are getting the vaccine, great. Those of you who are too nervous about the vaccine, keep in mind, for the good of humanity, we need this vi- We need this thing over as quick as possible. So take care of yourself however you want. Hide if you like. Get it if you well, like. I think... Yes, I think these. I I I think this is a perfect time. If you're anti vaxxer it's the perfect time to vacation to Mexico, because yeah, they yeah, are, India. they're letting people travel to Mexico, but you're not allowed to fly back home to the United States without a negative test the day before. Wow! So yeah. if you test positive, you get stuck in Mexico, and they let you stay at a hotel for free for 14 days. Yes, so you're adding. An extra two weeks to your vacation for nothing. Yes. And and Mexico, they have twenty four hour crematoriums if it doesn't go well. So you're all you're sad. Yeah, right. I mean, you're gonna fall asleep on the beach and get sunburned anyway. You know. That's it. Okay. Plan a week long vacation, buy some drugs, or just drink the tap water. By the end of the week, you're bound to have something worth quarantining over. <laughs> hey, that rash look it looks like it's maybe a Brazil variant. So you know, yeah. stay three days. It's awesome. All right, just Andrew, to be safe. Be well. You play, where are you kicking right. this weekend? Tacoma Comedy Club, all sold out, but uh, come see me next week in Spokane. The Bob and Zip Show with Ben Kelly. Remember this golden classic. Playing the hits of yesteryear just for you. Don't get close, don't come around Keep six feet of separation I might croak or so I'm told If I don't get my inoculation Rock didn't die, but I got old Baby boomer generation my generation Please stand vaccination, baby Let's all get stuck right Line away Line up, get that vaccination Your Bible jerks on Facebook say They end up on it's not gonna cause no deformation That's just all misinformation So let's fast track that vaccination Life or deadly situation My generation needs their vaccination, baby COVID tried to shut us down Talk on Zoom and no but there's a new vaccine in town Now it's time for liberation It's real safe or so I'm told Hope I don't get 
a chance to grow old. Young folks call it geriatric. Vaccination. Get your own vaccination, baby. My, 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 my vaccination.